We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports on the Line does continue here on a Friday night. My name is Matt Pauly. If you want to chime in, you can do so. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauly on air. Huge Cardinals offseason weekend. Winter warm-up gets rolling tomorrow morning. That will go through Monday. Then... Uh, Cardinals caravans, those are already underway. Some caravans go Friday, Saturday. Others are going uh, Sunday, Monday. And then the baseball writer's dinner is going to be taking place on uh, Sunday night. By the way, based off the website, com, tickets are completely sold out for the writer's dinner. So that's great news as this event is back and it's one of the most uh, unique uh, sports and, and, and baseball things that, again, we do better than anybody else uh, in St. Louis. We are going to be uh, recording on that, by the way, the uh, Riders Dinner, and we'll be putting together a special that we will air at a later time here on KMOX. So if you wanted to get tickets and you just waited and waited and waited and you were thinking, ah, I can get them last minute, and now you hear that they're sold out, well, at the very least, you can Listen to it coming up uh, soon here on Cam Weck. Speaking of baseball writers, let's bring in Derek Gould. He is the lead baseball writer for the Post-Dispatch and STL Today as he gets ready for a very busy weekend of winter warm-up and the baseball dinner, baseball writer's dinner, I should say. Derek Gould joining us right now here on Sports Open Line. Derek, thanks for the time as always. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Winter warm-up this weekend. It's an opportunity to talk with people, see a lot of people. I'm sure some stories come out of it. Do you, do you enjoy these type of weekends where there's so many opportunities, or are you somebody that maybe more enjoys having to more pursue those stories, I guess you could say? It's an interesting question. I, I mean, I, I don't mind either of them. Um, you know, the, the, the tone of winter warm-up, um, it can be a bit frantic, so there's not a whole lot of time to maybe, like, engage in longer conversations or do much it's um you know it's more press conference oriented than it is information or i'm sorry it's more press conference oriented for information than say it is conversation where you would like pursue larger stories like spring training allows so i mean i see the benefit of both um it's just uh, it's a different kind of you know uh, one one allows you to kind of chase a story and winter warm-up is a whole lot of transcribing but uh, but you hope that uh, you know the good coverage comes from both both directions, both uh, avenues of uh, of access. You went out to California and spoke with Nolan Arnato at his uh, at his training facility called the Warehouse, and I thought it was a fantastic piece. Hopefully, everybody listening has has read it. Um, I don't want to take anything away from from that. I guess is there anything that maybe he said uh, that struck you that did not make it into your story? Um, you know, not. I tried to put the best stuff in the story. Um, we talked a while, and, and there's some other things that he said that'll fit in other stories that are coming. Maybe even some from the winter warm-up. Um, I kind of kept some stuff in my in my pocket, you know, just kind of about you know his views of say the direction the offense is going. Um, 
you know, he spent some time talking about just what he um, has learned from watching Paul Goldschmidt. He called Paul Goldschmidt one of his best friends and, you know, just in the world. And they've obviously gotten closer as Cardinals, um, you know, and like he was really kind of, he, he was struck by the fact that Goldschmidt had a remarkable year at the age he had and won an MVP. And Nolan was like, that kind of shows you what's possible. Like there are still many multiple years for him to go out there and be that kind of improving offensive player because Goldschmidt raised the bar a bit. You know, he got better as a player. And Nolan said, you know, that's that that was really revealing to him that you can you can improve your game even into your thirties, into your late thirties, and you can go out there and chase an MVP. Um, I think one of the things that like really you know, I was in the story and he spent some time kind of describing it was how playing for the Cardinals, he feels has changed the view of him as a player, you know, finishing third in the MVP vote, a lot of the honors that he got, you know, he was always regarded as a great third baseman, a great all round third baseman. And, you know, has the gold gloves to prove where he ranks defensively and, you know, I mean, there are folks who will argue that he's the best defensive third baseman um, and really could finish his career considered the best ever defensively at that position. Um, but his point was like, you know, you just get this sense that like by producing and doing it at Bush Stadium, which is not known to be a good hitter park, and, and in the crucible of contending for a division, like and doing it for a team that is going to always play games that are highly pressure packed um you know he said that 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 gives the industry a different view of him as a player and he really welcomed that Derek Gould continuing to join us here on Sports Open Line. We found out yesterday that Matt Holliday had resigned his position. The team is moving forward with Joe McEwing as the new bench coach. You got the chance to talk with Holliday. Was he did you get the sense he was lamenting the fact that it kind of went down that way or was it just sort of a a matter-of-fact type of decision for him? No, I mean, he, there was disappointment. You know, I, I texted with him, so I didn't get a tone of voice, um, you know, like you get when you talk with somebody. But, um, but I mean, he expressed disappointment. I mean, you know, I've talked to him over the years about what he wants to do and how he wants to, you know, how coaching is. A, I mean, he just grew up around coaches. His dad is a coach. His brother's a coach. I mean, they, they're, they're really – they got a really strong presence in college baseball when it comes to, you know, the holiday family and coaching, um, you know, Matt feels that call. He feels that call back to the dugout to be a part of a major league team as a coach. Um, and it's just a matter of the timing and, you know, he didn't want to pass up an opportunity that he has seen launch other people towards being managers. I mean, think about like this run of bench coaches, mm-hmm. the Cardinals have had, you know, from David Bell now to Oliver Marmol um, or Skip Schumacher most recently, you know, the bench coach has become a manager. And, you know, I mean, Matt saw that. Matt understood that and saw, you know, the chance to kind of come here, get his footing and, and maybe be ready and maybe be, you know, approached and maybe be hired as a manager. And so, yeah, there's disappointment that like this, that, that, you know, the opportunity was there. He felt the timing was right. And then as the time got closer, the demands on his time, the thought of leaving, um, especially with his his second oldest son, 
um, you know, really rising in the ranks of a prospect. His, his oldest son was just drafted first overall, you know, and his, and his next son, Ethan, is going to be a high draft pick possibly too. You know, he, he wanted, wants to be there with them. Um, so it's not only answering the call of being a coach for them, but it's uh, answering the call of being their father. And, you know, when that came into view, that kind of made the decision for him. Joe McEwing is somebody who has interviewed for major league managerial jobs before. Maybe he does become that next guy out of that bench coach position. Yeah. I don't know about you. I I almost feel like the the card this may benefit the Cardinals just in the sense that you do have such a young coaching staff. It felt like maybe there was a void in the dugout in terms of experience, and and McEwing seems to check those boxes. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, you do have Willie McGee and Sonny Clapp and Pop Warner and Turner Ward. I mean, you got guys who have been in various roles in the majors for a while now. Um, several of them have been with three different managers now. Um, and a few of them trace back to Tony La Russa even, or at least being in the organization with Tony La Russa. Um, but I understand exactly where you're coming from. I mean, they, they've hired, the Cardinals have now hired a guy as a bench coach who they once interviewed to be their manager and have kept in touch with and, you know, obviously have a relationship with. He's got a connection to the Cardinals team. You know, he most recently was working there with Tony La Russa. So there's a lot of ties there. And, you know, that, but there's also been a long fondness. And that's why they were able to kind of pivot so quickly. He he was still available. That's the biggest part of it. He He was still out there as a free agent. Do we call them that if they're coaches? But he, he wasn't tethered to a team. Um, and so when this happened, they were able to move fast. Um, but they had a built-in relationship. They had already at least explored if he might be their bench coach. You know, I, I, he was a short list of guys that while well, Holiday got the job just because there's such clear fondness and there's a strong relationship between Marmol and Holiday. Um, with, with, they were they were at least prepared and ready to move to on McEwing if, if Holiday didn't work out, and that's why it could happen so fast. He is Derek Gould. You, of course, read him uh, in the Post-Dispatch at STL Today. He is the lead Cardinals writer for uh, for the publication. Derek, uh, enjoy all the transcription, I guess, this weekend at, uh, at Winter's Warm-Up. Winter Warm-Up, and we'll see you soon. So much timing. It's it's warm up for the riders, right? It gets our uh, <laughs> It gets our typing speed ready for spring training. This is the calisthenics that we need to uh, really get the nimble fingers to type faster in, uh, in Jupiter. There you go. I like it. Thank you so much. Yep. Have a great day. Derek Gould for the Post-Dispatch and STL Today joining us here on the program. We're going to be doing double Post-Dispatch interviews this hour. Benjamin Hockman is going to be joining us in just a little while. We'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll continue to get into uh, some of the off-season going-ons for the Cardinals specifically. Uh, what we should take away from any of the arbitration numbers that we saw today. There's not a whole lot there, but we'll get into it. That's next. This is Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.